0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. of interception. Say what needs to be said. Man, man, man. I got some troubling news. Troubling news, man. Terrence Williams, NBA former NBA player, eleventh, eleventh pick of the NBA draft in 2009, sentenced to 10 years in federal prison for healthcare fraud. I think it was like a five million dollar healthcare fraud case, right? If you don't know. In the NFL and the NBA, they give us allotment of money, let's say three, four $400,000 after you retire, which is like a reimbursement fund for all your medical needs, bills, or whatever, what have you, right? So if I go to the doctor or the chiropractor and they send me a bill, I, could, I have to pay for it, and I can send the money in, and then they reimburse me back, right? Or if I got kids and I got my my uh, insurance bill, is $1,500 a month, I can just pay it, $1,500 a month, and then they will see, send me the money back, Right. This is the lesson. This is why I'm bringing this up. Can't just take all the money. It's kind of like the PPP loan thing. All money's not good money. We as players kind of entitled ourselves to feel like this is our money and we should be able to get it, right? But in order to get it, you got to make some fake invoices and um, forward some signatures and stuff like that. Why would you even put yourself in those predicaments? Be charged. You're just successful. Even if you're doing. Bad, you're not doing as bad as the normal people, right? Well, let, let, let's move on a little bit. Well, Terrence Williams, he had pre- previously pe- pled guilty to a conspiracy to commit fraud, wire fraud, and aggravated identity theft. That guilty plea led to 18 other NBA players being charged. Ouch. So you know, you know what, what happened to that, you know what I mean? So, I mean, some of those notable NBA players, we got a hometown hero, Keon Doolin, man, um, you know, he was like the 10th, 12th pick of the draft. Man, he got over, I think he got a little over two years or whatever, man. Sending nothing but love support to Keon, man. Uh, it's my boy, man. You got, got Tony Allen played with the Boston Celtics. Uh, You got Sebastian Telfair. You know, we know him came out. I think he tried to come, came out of high school, you know, point guard. One of those uh type players. Yeah, man. And then you got some football players. You know, we'll get into that. You know, he got... Clinton Portis, Merrick Tamara Vanover, my boy, Rache Caldwell, RIP, my boy, Rasheed Caldwell, and Carlos Rogers, man. Um, you know, a lot of people got probation and, you know, pled guilty, you know, wasn't, you know, wasn't that serious. You know, they didn't get uh, a lot of prison time, but this guy, Terrence Williams got 10 years. Now, what is that all about? Why did he get 10 years out? It says in the reports that he is the leader. So, they're always looking for the leader, and they're going to come down on the leader hard. What I say about the leader, the leader meaning he identified this situation, and he recruited players and said, listen, man, I can get you some of your money, and you give me a kickback. So he recruited all these players and running it up, running it up, and boom. Just like anything else, they're going to find out the truth. They're going to come down. They came down hard on him. I mean, the judge didn't spare this man at all 10 years did he deserve 10 years? What was the charges? Conspiracy to commit the, the, the healthcare fraud, wire fraud, and aggravated identity theft. And like I said, it's, it's our money. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get you in the mindset of an athlete. This money is in an account that we can look at and say this is our money. So what would you do? Would you just reimburse yourself or would you try to go get the money? Man, Um, a lot of players attempted to do this and have failed. A lot of them have got court cases. A lot of them lost money. You got to hire attorneys. You got to fight fight these cases. Was probably gonna cost you a, a grip. You know, at least a hundred thousand. And not only that, like, right? So, so Terrence he was ordered to forfeit six hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Repay two point five million dollars. And I think he it was only trying to uh, come up on a hundred thousand dollars or couple hundred thousand dollars. Now look what happened to you. So let this be a life lesson to to us, right? You know you got the PPP loans, you had the healthcare fraud from the from the NFL players, the NBA players, and this shows you, man, we are human, just like you. We go through things and we make mistakes just like any regular human. But I think the judge is saying this is no excuse. You you blew your money, you messed up your money. You was the 11th pick of the draft, and this is no excuse. You took advantage of the system. You took advantage of the people. And I think he got the worst sentence of them all. 10 years. Man. Y'all, man, y'all like, comment, subscribe. You know, let me know what y'all think about that. This Terrence Williams situation, NBA players. I mean, it's NFL players, obviously, too. You know, your money, but you're supposed to get reimbursed for it. But you want to try to get the money another way. Tell me what y'all think. All the interception. Say what needs to be said, man, man, man. I got some troubling news. Troubling news, man. Terrence Williams, NBA former NBA player, eleventh eleventh pick of the NBA draft in two thousand nine, sentenced to ten years in federal prison for healthcare fraud. I think it was like a five million dollar healthcare fraud case, right? And if you don't know, in the NFL, and the NBA. They give us allotment of money, let's say three, four $400,000 after you retire, which is like a reimbursement fund for all your medical needs, bills, or whatever, what have you, right? So, for instance, um, if I go to the doctor or the chiropractor and they send me a bill, I, could, I have to pay for it and I can send the money in and then they reimburse me back, right? Or if... I got kids and I got my my uh insurance bill is $1500 a month. I can just pay it $1500 a month and then they will see, send me the money back, right? But this is the lesson. This is why I'm bringing this up, right? You can't just take all the money. It's kind of like the PPP loan thing. All money's not good money, right? We we as players kind of entitled ourselves to feel like this is our money and we should be able to get it, right? But in order to get it, you got to make some f- fake invoices and, um, you know, forward some signatures and stuff like that. So why would you even put yourself in there, those predicaments to, you know, be charged? You're just successful. Even if you're doing bad, you're not doing as bad as the normal people right well let, let, let's move on a little bit well terrence williams he had pre- previously pe- pled guilty to a conspiracy to commit fraud wire fraud and aggravated identity theft that guilty plea led to 18 other nba players being charged ouch so you know you know what what happened to that you know what i mean so I mean, some of those notable NBA players, we got a hometown hero, Keon Doolin, man. Um, you know, he was like the 10th, 12th pick of the draft. Man, he got over, you know, I think he got a little over two years or whatever. Man, sending nothing but love, support to Keon, man. Uh, it's my boy, man. You got got Tony Allen played with the Boston Celtics. Uh, you got Sebastian Telfair. You know, we know him. Came out. I think he tried to come. Came out of high school. You know, point guard. One of those uh tight players, and um, yeah, man. And then you got some football players. You know, we will get into that. You know, we got Clinton Portis was one of them. You got Tamar- Tamaric Tamarr Vanover, my boy Rasheed Caldwell, R.I.P. My boy Rasheed Caldwell, and Carlos Rogers, man. Um, you know, a lot of people got probation and you know pled guilty. You know, it wasn't you know wasn't that serious. You know, they didn't get uh a lot of prison time, but this guy, Terrence Williams, got 10 years. Now, what is that all about? Why did he get 10 years out? I'm, you know, it says in the reports that he is the leader. So, they're always looking for the leader. And they're going to come down on the leader hard. What I say about the leader, the leader meaning he identified this situation and he recruited players and say, listen, man, I can get you some of your money. And you give me a kickback. So he recruited all these players and running it up, running it up. And boom. Just like anything else. You know, they're going to find out the truth. They're going to come down. And um, they came down hard on him. I mean, the judge didn't spare this man at all 10 years. Did he deserve 10 years? What was the charges? Conspiracy to commit. The, the, the healthcare fraud, wire fraud, and aggravated identity theft. And like I said, it's it's our money. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get you in the mindset of an athlete. This money is in an account that we can look at and say this is our money. So what would you do? Would you just reimburse yourself or would you try to go get the money? Man, Um, a lot of players attempted to do this and have failed. And... um. A lot of them have got court cases. A lot of them lost money. You got to hire attorneys. You got to fight. Fight these cases was probably going to cost you a, a grip, you know, at least 100000 And not only that, like, right? So, so Terrence, you know, he was ordered to forfeit $650,000 and repay $2.5 million. Dollars, and I think it he, he was only trying to, uh, you know, come up on a hundred thousand dollars or a couple hundred thousand dollars. Now look what happened to you. So let this be a life lesson to to us, right? You know, you got the PPP loans, you had the healthcare fraud from the from the NFL players, the NBA players, and this shows you, man, we are human, just like you. We go through things, and and um. And uh, we make mistakes just like any regular human. But I think the judge is saying this is no excuse. You, you blew your money. You messed up your money. You was the 11th pick of the draft, and this is no excuse. You took advantage of the system. You took advantage of the people. And I think he got the worst sentence of them all: 10 years. Man, y'all, man, y'all like comment, Subscribe. You know, let me know what y'all think about that. This Terrence Williams situation, NBA players—I mean, it's NFL players, obviously too. You know, your money, but you're supposed to get reimbursed for it. But you want to try to get the money another way. Tell me what y'all think. Now we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about. Coaches, kids, and parents. Coaches, kids, and parents. What I mean by that, right? So the coaches, the coaches that coaching our kids, what is our, what are the responsibility of the coaches? Now I'm talking about little league, middle school, high school, you know, not the colleges, you know, up there. what is the responsibility of a coach? This is, this is my identity of what I feel like a coach should do. First of all, a coach has to be a good leader amongst people you have to know how to lead people in a good way now everything might not be correct on the field or whatever but the ultimate thing is to be a good leader right now you got a lot of coaches out here that's just out here for for power and control and to stroke their egos and they just want to be able to say i can tell kids what to do now, if you're a coach and you call yourself a coach, that is a big title. You should hold that pride with pride and, you know, do a, a, a good job. And if you can't, if you're not doing a good, learn how to do a good job. It's, it's, it's ample time for everybody to learn. And if you're not trying to help these kids get scholarships, make it to the next level, achieve their goals, then you need to step out of the way. What are you there for? I've been around. I have seen it all. I mean, from every type of le- level, you I mean, these, co- these coaches, these parents, and these kids, it is getting out of control. I think I might start, like, some type of consulting company or something to, because, you know, just try to give some, you know, some people some guidance and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, man, coaches, if you can't get these kids better, that should be, like, an average you know some sports is is a team sports and then you know we got other sports you know more 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 individualized you know you got track then you got football you got basketball then you got baseball you know baseball and track is kind of you know it's a team sport obviously you want to win as a team but it's more individualized you know because of what you're doing as an individual right so these are individual scholarships that kids can get and achieve right so if the coaches are not there trying to get these kids a scholarship then and, and put them in the best position, because we're all a- athletic. It's just how athletic are we? Are you going to bring the best out of that kid? Can you bring the best out of that kid, right? You know, and that's the challenge to us coaches. You know, go out there and, and, and raise the bar. Challenge the kids to, to be – to be the best that they can be, right? And not your ego and not you wanting to have control. And if you can't do it, go get some help. What is wrong with y'all getting help? A lot of y'all need some help, big time help. Go get it. It's it's it's, it's simple. Drop your ego and get you some help. You know what I mean? I done seen it all. I done been it all. I done, I done did it all. So I can speak on a lot of situations, right? I, I, I tell it all. I had to lead myself with my mom there wasn't men around so I was a quitter I quit in little league I quit in middle school I quit in high school but I quit because I was standing up for myself I didn't have a man to come here and say this is what you're supposed to do this is how you handle this all I knew was I'm not going to let you take advantage of me so I'm done. You ain't finna put your hands on me. You ain't finna do this to me because if I had a dad or a big or uh, uncle, big brother around, I know you wouldn't be doing that. And if I could do something to you, I would, but I can't. So this is the only thing I could do to stand up for myself. And no, I'm not saying that's the correct way, but it was what I had to do to achieve my greatness. I mean, I've been on my own since forever. Everywhere I went, I was by myself, a little kid. Everybody knows Lil zunt. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna try to compete wherever we playing. Murder ball in the field, basketball lake park, wherever it was. You know what I mean? So, you know, I was able to to see the things and, and maneuver and, and, and achieve uh, my goals and become successful, right? So, you know, I just want to send the message out to these, uh, you know, coaches and stuff, man. Challenge yourself, man. Don't just be the coach and you get your. Uh, yeah, per diem or whatever it is, your allotment that, that had it on t check. Challenge yourself, man. These kids are great. They can be awesome, man. From from all type of sports. Now, parents, uh, parents. I, I think y'all are the worst of them all. Oh, the parents. Uh, y'all, I think y'all watch TV. I, I we let me put we in. I think we watch. T- no, nah, I mean that it ain't me. I can't say. I can't say we. Yeah, I think y'all watch TV and say, that's what I want for my kid. So this is what's going to happen. Not what the kid wants. This is what I want for my kid. So now, you put all this pressure and your dreams on this child, and this child may be not. This might not be the best thing for the child. I'm not saying we don't. We shouldn't make our kids do things. Yes, make our kids do a lot of things at, at a young age, and uh, and then and, and then. And then see what they blossom out to. But, yeah, make them play all type of different – go play baseball. Go do karate. Go do basketball. Go take swimming. And and you're going to do it. You're young. You don't tell me what you do. You're four, five, six years old. So you're going to do these things until – we're going to see what you know, You know. know how you deal with it until you're older. Because sports is not just sports. It teaches you leadership. It teaches you communication. It teaches you teamwork. It teaches you how to overcome situations. It teaches you adversity. You know, this is a lot of all the things I learned. From, from from sports right you meet a lot of different people a lot of characters all right but parents man sometimes you got to just relax and let the situation go you can't be out here trying to do this and do this for your six-year-old child i don't what what are we doing let the kids be kids they don't have to go out here and work out with this person and this person. No, base they, they basketball season. They play basketball. Football season, play football. They don't need to be in there, jump, lifting weights and, and all this crazy stuff. By the time they 15, 60, they ain't going to end up not liking it because of you. Because of you. So y'all got to relax, man. You got to relax. I almost didn't like football no more. Right? My mom... I don't know. she she watched football on Sundays for no I don't with no men around. It was weird to me. She just loved football, so I played football. But guess what? I quit. I, I didn't want to play no more. I wanted to do karate. She let me do karate. She didn't say anything, but she knew in her heart what would be better for me. And um, you know, she overcame this karate situation and convinced me to play football. Thank you, Jesus, again. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. I can't stop thanking Jesus. But, yeah, man, let's learn better, do better. Coaches, parents, and kids, man. Oh, yeah, no, let me forget, man. And Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is changing the landscape in this coaching situation. And he is is pioneering this situation, right? Deion Sanders. Big shout out to you, my brother. You are letting these people know this is real life. You out here chasing the bag, you colleges, you different organizations, you uh, CEOs, you execs, you out here chasing the bag, you change changing conferences, uh, the Pac-10, the Pac-12, everybody's leaving the Pac-12 to, to go get more money. And then Dion calls them out. Why y'all want to say something about the kids chasing money? But y'all want to chase the money. Yeah, Dion's saying that he on that. And that's what we need. That's, what, that's, how, that's how it should be, right? Dion, man, big shout out to you. Keep keeping it real. Keep letting them know that, hey, everybody is out here in life to make money. In life, we are out here to make money and to keep moving up the ladder. So stop trying to hold the kids back from making money. And everything is out here is about the money. Keep keeping it real, then letting them know, man. You are here for these kids. You are a leader amongst men and you are showing them the way. Right? You're teaching them all about being a man, uh, growing their followers. I mean, who, who what coach is gonna talk about you wanna grow, help you grow your uh you want to help you grow your players' follows. What coach is going to talk about that? Man, shout out to Dion, man. You are changing the landscape for these athletes, and you are doing a hell of a job. Keep doing a good job. Now, the only thing we're waiting on, baby, is Coach Prime in the win. And we know that's not going to be a problem because Colorado was what it was before he got there. Say what needs to be said. All the interception, Mr. Pick Six. I'm out. Fucking dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe.